The mayor's office, the administration, announced more than two dozen recommendations from outside advisors who represent advocacy, business, and labor interests to cut emissions from homes and buildings that add to the climate crisis. Does that mean an end to the gas we use to heat our homes? Abe Scar is with us. Abe is a member of the city's advisory group and director of public interest for Illinois PIRG. Um, So, Abe, you were on this advisory committee? Yes. And tell everybody why it's important that we cut that gas line, so to speak. Well, right now, 70% of greenhouse gas emissions from the city of Chicago come from our buildings, and that's primarily because we use gas to heat our homes and heat water and, and also in commercial applications as well. So if we're serious about reducing climate emissions in the city of Chicago, that means tackling buildings and how we heat our homes. Okay. And at the same time, I'm reading that People's Gas is spending billions of dollars laying hundreds of miles of new underground underground pipes across the city with the intention of selling us that gas and delivering it. So where where does this connect and when is this, ex, when is this expected to take place? Well, that's an excellent question, and that's been a question we've been raising for years. Um, People's Gas is the gas distribution utility for the city of Chicago. It's an old utility, and it does have some needed safety repairs because some of the material underground is old and, and prone to a failure, and that can mean big explosions like we saw on the west side recently. Um, but we, in our view, what they've been doing is a complete system overhaul, you know, upwards of $11 billion going through 2040 when if, you know, the mayor's office and future administrations and city council actually follow through on a lot of these policy recommendations, a significant portion of the city will be leaving the gas system and we're going to be left potentially paying for a system that's already incredibly expensive for many residents in Chicago, uh, even if we're not using it. And um, there's a real collision course um, ahead of us, and we think we should get ahead of that and start planning for a gas transition, planning for a way to, over time, it's not going to happen overnight, but over time transition away from heating our uh, businesses and homes with gas to using electric appliances fueled with clean energy. Someone just sent a text. I think a small business owner says, is it just a way to force solar and electric hookups for future new construction? Because that's where it starts is new construction. Yeah. uh, Yes, that is one of the policies on the table. And I would, it doesn't necessarily have to be connected with solar, although, you know, solar can help cut your bill. And the economics of this are really good, um, especially if you're installing uh, an electric heat pump. This is the basic technology, and it can work both as an air conditioner and as a heater. So if you're starting with new construction, it's actually going to save a lot of money, and that's even before there's new federal incentives to the Inflation Reduction Act. So this could really be an economic boon uh, for many folks to, to go all electric and new construction, not to mention the health impacts of not burning a fossil fuel in your building um, and the potential to release um, you know, lots of pollutants that have damaging uh, impacts on our health. Abe Scar is a member of the city's advisory group, the group that has recommended it was advocacy people, business people, leaders from various walks of life. Um, coming up with a plan to find a way to end natural gas hookups for new homes and businesses in the city of Chicago. Uh, Abe, we just built a new home. Worst time ever to build a new home. But Hmm. I left that up to my husband. And because we 
uh, built on a farm that's very rural. Uh, we went with geothermal. Is that something that you think would replace natural gas in the future? Absolutely. Geothermal is an incredible resource because you're taking the Earth's temperature, which stays around 50 degrees you know, year-round, and it's a lot easier to cool down a house or to warm up a house if you're starting with the Earth's heat. Uh, that can be a little harder in an urban context. We don't all have space to, to drill uh, geothermal pumps down into the ground, but one of the potential solutions is to have like a, a thermal utility, and instead of running gas pipes through the streets, you can have, it's water, essentially, that's in these geothermal pumps. And uh, by sharing the load, uh, it can be incredibly efficient. It takes a very little bit of power using a heat pump connected to a geothermal source to heat and cool our homes. Um, You know, these are big questions that are going to take time to unwind, and the, the working group report doesn't endorse any specific technology, nor should it, uh, in my opinion. But these are the types of things we should be exploring, and and in my view, exploring rather than unnecessarily spending billions of dollars on a gas system that we're most likely going to stop using. And what happens if the mayor doesn't get reelected? Does this just get tossed out because the next person doesn't want to support it, endorse it, follow through with it? Uh, I hope not. Uh, And I think there's a lot of support for efforts like this in the city council. Uh, so I don't think it's necessarily, you know, all dependent on the mayor. Her office clearly took an initiative and took the lead on getting this going. But again, there were over 50 individuals who participated in it. There's a lot of interest, uh, I think, in growing interest in this area. So I anticipate no matter who's in the fifth floor uh, next year, or next four years, that we'll be making progress on this issue. And people who are texting in and people I talk to really believe that it's going to cost them more money. And that's their concern, especially at a time where we're all fighting inflation. Not that this is going to happen tomorrow or next week or next year, but obviously the bottom line is key. Absolutely. And I think I'd reiterate that I think that the current system is costing us too much money. Right now, gas bills in Chicago have been going up for years because of this pipe replacement program, and we're dependent on the commodity price of gas, which of course is spiking right now, much higher than it's been in recent years. There are going to be conversion costs. That's one of the reasons to start with uh, new construction. Uh, if you're talking about building a new, you know, a new house, it's very, very clear that it's going to be much better for the bottom line to go all electric than to install gas. If you're replacing a, a boiler in your house, then it starts to, it could get a little trickier, at least in your current economics. If you're replacing your boiler and your air conditioning, which a a heat pump can do, then again, the math works out. And again, now there are going to be federal incentives uh, to to replace, to start installing a lot of these electric appliances. So uh, it's not necessarily more expensive. And for a lot of places, it's going to be less expensive. And I think that's only going to continue the price of gas has been super low for the last decade because of fracking in the United States. That is ending. We're, uh, you know, it's not an anomaly right now that we're going to have higher gas prices this winter. I think that's going to be more of the norm going forward. And so uh, it's actually going to be in folks' economic interest to go electric and to get off the gas system. Thank you so much for explaining it. I think uh, people are wound up about it, but we appreciate that you've taken a few minutes with us, and we hope you'll jump back on with us sometime. Oh, I appreciate the opportunity anytime.
Abe Scar is a member of the city's advisory group and director of public interest for Illinois PIRG. It looks like Chicago may end natural gas hookups for new homes and businesses. That is their goal. Few text messages about Herschel Walker's honorary badge. Someone, I'll just paraphrase, said, Hey, when I was 11, I got wings from the flight attendant when we took a trip, and I didn't think it enabled me to fly the plane. (laughs) There is a lot of comedy in this, but I also worry that Herschel Walker has some issues that need to be addressed. Steve has your news coming up next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.